0: Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Zach. Mrs. this is Stuart. And uh, tonight, we are discussing a uh, the, the follow-up to a previous Book Club book, because this sequel came out just last year. Yeah. Um, Josh Mallerman's follow-up to Bird Box, titled Mallory.
1: Um, yeah. And I think it's slated for a um, Netflix adaptation as well.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it was kind of a... Um, uh it, it kind of zeitgeisty. I don't know if it was a smash yet because Netflix doesn't release their numbers. They had to le- release a lot of ads saying, Hey, don't drive while blindfolded. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, this was before the whole, you know, world was shut down and everything along those lines. So yeah. it did pull in a lot of numbers when like people were still out doing things. So
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I feel
1: like of- Yeah. Oh, I just said, I was saying, I feel like a lot of those numbers got inflated a little bit when people couldn't do anything but like stay inside.
0: Oh, I think sure, that's sure. why,
1: um, like, um, Tiger King probably did as well I as mean, it did. I mean,
0: that's 100% why Tiger King was so. <laughs> so yeah, because
1: about. I don't think that it would have done the numbers that it would have, you know, if people were able to like do things and stuff like that. So, you know stuck in their house
0: as a side note do you know what's hilarious to me Mm. specifically about tiger king is that 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 documentary apparently started and i i just heard this on a podcast over the weekend but that Mm. so that documentary originally started out on uh, people who cultivate uh big cats in america Mm -hmm. which is it's still kind of the point of that documentary I, i don't know if you've seen it or not
1: i have yeah and i think it was one of the um there was a person who was trying to do a reality tv show and they got a lot of his film even though his stuff got burnt down apparently he was able to save some like
0: yeah that's probably because he allegedly maybe possibly did did an arson on the building (laughs) because he was paying for it but um yeah, like, a pair. originally it was a, a documentary on big cats, and so they were speaking primarily with Carol Baskins at Big Cat Rescue. And she put them on the scent of Joe Exotic because she yeah. was like... Dude's yeah, you know, there's a, well she Well, yeah. no, no, she didn't even bring that up. She just uh. led with the, like, well, it's good you're talking to sane people because there's this nut job out in Oklahoma that's, yeah. you know abusive and threatening and they're like what's his name and she goes (laughs) Joe Exotic and they look him up and it's like well this is gold
1: right here of
0: course you make the polyamorous hillbilly who runs a carnival fueled entirely maybe possibly on meth like uh, yeah he's the star of that show now (laughs) yeah she shouldn't have said anything at all (laughs) it would have been (laughs) an entirely different movie
1: (laughs) I would have or TV show
0: or yeah, yeah mini, yeah show,
1: mini series
0: um but uh yeah, so I mean that's really off topic, so
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> us going off topic never
0: yeah. well, so it, yeah, like and, and you know, apologies beforehand because i I foresee this one being kind of short um yeah. just just because yeah. it, it's not a whole it's not a very deep book. Um, it's, it's, you know, not like he he started work on this right after he he saw the Netflix adaptation for the first time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, you know, generally, like this this is is pretty hot off of the tales of the adaptation. Um, it because the adaptation for the the original book for Bird Box came out in twenty fourteen and it made it into a movie he watched it starts writing it and it c- comes out in uh, 2020 yeah it's it's a book it's it's a book it's um you know the generally it it takes like it starts off uh a couple i think it's like two or three years after the end of the first one so yeah if Back you have at not the, read um... bird box we're going to 100 percent spoil that with this one for obvious reasons yes yeah.
1: And I feel like um, you kind of need to know uh, the first bird box if you want to, like, get your hands into this book and everything along those lines. I feel like um, having that previous knowledge would really help you, and I think you would be very confused if you, like, pick this book up as a standalone.
0: I mean, you, you could technically like he has enough context there that you could but it's also a very quick book like it, it doesn't do the whole thing that like one of the one of the things that like reading really long series like the dread the, like i love the dresden files for example mm-hmm. but the most recent books so much has happened and he has to i like, don't yeah, remember yeah it, it like there's two or three pages to give context for it and if i'm reading it all in a row i don't like that because it's like well i've already read this book let me skip to no the I, I
1: appreciate reading. that because sometimes i have to go like to the wikipedia and be like who is this character why was this character important <laughs> well,
0: and then well, you're so like, like oh if, yeah he so mallerman doesn't really do that in this one I, I think he's he's relying a lot on people having either seen the adaptation or read the book yeah, um, So
1: I think you'd be kind of um, confused if you pick this a book up first without reading Bird Box.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, my whole reaction... And it even like,
1: references some things that are, like, you know, solely in the book and not into the movie. So you might even be a little confused if you just saw the movie.
0: What, what are the references think you'd that's be... not in the um,
1: movie? Eh, back back in the house. Um, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you would get kind of confused in that part because she does like because she has survivor's guilt Um, you can tell that you know she has that like guilt of living and this like because she has these particular rules that she makes um, the two kids Tom and Olympia uh, follow and um, you know she like deems people like they're safe they're not safe sort of deal and um yeah and she kind of references back to that experience at the house so i feel like maybe you'd be a little confused if uh you hadn't read the book but i don't think it's anything that would like be too jarring
0: yeah i mean it wouldn't throw anything completely off the rails because like Mm -hmm. the adaptation did a good job of hitting the high points and just kind of blowing past things that they give nuance but it's like well we we've, we've got so many minutes yeah <laughs> we got we got to get gotta some of this make this fast um fast and loose and uh yeah just so that that maybe people um who are listening to this who haven't read the book I don't know why you would do that we but um you know we'll set the stage i guess um you know this this is a couple years after the first book. Um, so Mallory, Olympia, and Tom are at the school for mm-hmm. the blind. Um, and they have to leave the school in an emergency because they're, you know, creatures break in. Um, yeah. And one whether of it's the, sneaking uh... or someone let them in, it's... Yeah. And they don't well, really ever gets... address it i think they do
1: i think they talk about uh one of the girls was faking being blind because they right. get into that whole like discussion about like oh can they touch you and make you crazy
0: and, which i um, liked that like because like I, yeah, from, yeah from that point on mallory has this belief that they've somehow evolved and now they can spread um
1: via touch via touch
0: yeah. um because she didn't realize that that woman was faking
1: Um, yeah yeah so they basically made that one woman who is faking crazy and like in the movies um the crazy people like let them in before like being suicidal or anything along those lines so yeah gotcha okay yeah
0: what i meant more was that like they never say whether or not it was purposeful or accidental um okay but yeah like they do go into this woman faking being blind and then you know seeing one of them mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then um you know there's there's a pretty big time jump there's because isn't it over 10 years that yeah they well jump?
1: they end up skedaddling to this camp um mm-hmm. camp Yum yamis or
0: yeah it's a uh, it's an abandoned um jewish uh, summer camp mm-hmm.
1: yeah um, and then they spend um basically 10 years there and it's 10 years of Mallory uh, basically teaching the kids, like, how to survive. Um, I believe, like, Tom becomes very curious and, like, starts inventing random stuff. Mm-hmm. And Olympia is basically um, the mediator between the two because Tom becomes kind of angsty. And, like, I want to do my own things. I don't really want to live by your rules. And yeah. um, there becomes that conflict between and that's kind of like one of the major like conflictions or yeah because like, i
0: mean it's kind of a coming not a coming of age novel necessarily but like a lot of it because the kids are what like 15 and 16 like yeah they, they're they definitely like they're...
1: that angst teenager area
0: yeah like they're they're definitely rebellious and they're, they're like you said they're they're tired of her and and her rules quote unquote um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I do like the bits of world building that he does with this, where they've relocated and, you know, he kind of shows how the world has moved on because the, um, you know, kids are uh, approached, I guess, by a messenger who's gathering people's information. And yeah, sort of like a, and-
1: a census person yeah it's
0: kind of a census um Mm -hmm. and you know offering to trade with them and she freaks out and is like no go away but is it
1: and he's like well i'll leave some info for you
0: yeah and it's because
2: she didn't
1: yeah because she didn't want like people knowing where they're living because again it, it comes to that that trope of um when you're in the apocalypse you're fighting both or like a i guess apocalypse yeah you're fighting both against the beast as well as people because yeah. people can be dangerous yeah yeah
0: well and she's also worried constantly about she's paranoid about um what's his name
1: oh yeah gary um yeah gary? Yeah, yeah. yeah because apparently gary isn't dead
0: yeah yeah <laughs> he uh that yeah they um so yeah Which, they uh,
1: feel is kind of like i don't know rushed a little bit like
0: the impetus for for this book i think mainly is in that census information um oh yeah she finds out about her parents yeah there's evidence that her parents may be alive in one of the camps and so i i like how when they're setting out she checks in on a neighbor to catch him up with all this and that guy Mm -hmm. is just he's by himself in a bunker um, yeah. and f- falling apart. Um, it, like, like her interactions with him are, are really interesting. Um, it shows that his lack of isolation, because he even mentions, like, he hasn't seen her in like a year. He's like, oh, good to see you again. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were dead. I thought oh. you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> he has seen zero people. Um, and yeah the the really interesting world building thing they do is uh because cars are so dangerous they've redeveloped pas- passenger rail travel mm-hmm. which i really like and they what do they call it the night train because the night train yeah yeah like they're, i was they're, like is it that song the night there they're um well i think it's a malt liquor too <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, but they uh they they pilot it blind or, or or engineer it blind, yeah. Um, like they have people going around on a uh like one of those like push pull carts to like clear the 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 way for the rails. Um, but like it's it's just a neat little thing uh, mm-hmm. about the world and how it's kind of moved on because you know it's almost twenty years since these things have happened yeah
1: i mean and even the she, mallory admits like you know she was born before all of this happened and she really relies on her sight but the kids actually have a lot better um uh senses other than sight like yeah. i think tom is like really good at hearing stuff yeah and their sense of smell is um like super great so it's on to a point where like they aren't so reliant on sight as she is right yeah
0: yeah um from there they get on the train um everything seems like it's going along normally and then there become these interactions that tom has with a passenger who bah, 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 surprise is gary
2: <laughs> gary yeah
0: <laughs> um, and gary's
1: kind of like feeding into his like oh yeah you're you're super smart you should try you know to join um, this
0: community yeah
1: like in the indian river or something like that
0: yeah yeah which this community is one that they say that they've caught some of these creatures and they've been experimenting Mm -hmm. with them um which (laughs) i i I don't know why you would try to capture them Uh, (laughs) um yeah it makes no sense to me why you would do that but um yeah so uh how is it that all the havoc plays out again because i'm a couple looks oh. ahead at this point because it, it, havoc breaks out on the train
1: um, yeah uh,
0: um, you I th- know, all the windows are kind of blacked out so because the the countryside apparently according to gary who just looks at these things regularly um they just rove in thousands worth of bands of these things over the countryside um and so no one can see out of the train either um isn't wasn't he able to sneak one on like in a coffin
1: something like that yeah 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 and then uh yeah and then like mallory finds herself in like a pit or something like they um
0: yeah she gets tossed from the train yeah yeah um which i like they do it the first time i read it i was like okay so she just gets chucked from this train but like on a reread it's like okay they state explicitly that this train is very slow like it's only going like 15 20 miles an hour (laughs) yeah um but still, I mean, to just get yeeted at the back of a tree, nice, I would think you would yeah. get a little bit more fucked up than just like, oh no, I fell in a hole and I don't know mm-hmm. where my blindfold is. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Let me skip through here. Um. Yeah, so Tom actually ends up at the... Uh, indian hills i think is the name i of think the it's name? indian river indian river okay yeah um indian river um at that community and designs glasses that basically refract yeah something.
1: it's like a two-way mirror sort of deal but before that you also find like Olympia's actually immune
0: to the so craziness I wanted to bring that
1: up <laughs> because yeah, because she was born when her mother went crazy.
0: Yes, and so- I
1: think that's a better solution than this kid's two-way glasses. You would yeah. think that you like you'd be trying to like ask her to describe what these creatures look like because, like at the end of the book, they're like you go crazy because these creatures are so uncomprehensible your mind can't like fathom what the thing is yeah but clearly she can see it so she could maybe like try to i don't know describe it I or mean, maybe like
2: i
0: think use that's her... part of the mystique with this because that reveal doesn't yeah like, it doesn't like when they're when they're walking to the train um the kids are kind of talking amongst themselves and olympia is like tom you really shouldn't do that and he's like do what and she's she's like i know that you're walking around without your blindfold <laughs> yeah he's like, how do you know and she's like i i can hear like she comes up with some bullshit reason for why she knows but, but she was basically because... walking around without her right but and it's because yeah. she was um i mean her her thinking is because her mother was delivering her she was still connected to her via umbilical cord Mm-hmm. while her mom saw the thing and and underwent the change right yeah which is interesting it's it's an interesting way for the character to be able to see it i i don't it's, know why
1: and i feel like this is rushed so yeah i feel like the like the last quarter of the book mm-hmm. just kind of loses me or apparently my personal opinion just kind of loses me mm-hmm. i feel like it was trying to wrap up a lot of loose ends like it didn't want to have a second like book and
0: uh yeah so uh, like i i feel like the i feel like the first third is is actually you know on the same same par as is, is the first one like it's it's the same level of writing i feel Mm -hmm. like the middle third for me is where i get lost in a lot of the details because that's when a lot of the um perspective shifts happen and they don't really delineate those
1: yeah
0: um and then the last third feels really it it feels like he was very like rushing to get to the end of the book get to them yet published
1: yeah Um, And you know it's kind of interesting because this book is—it's kind of like a a not a filler, kind of like a filler arc. There's Mm -hmm. not like a lot of
0: world building in this. I mean, there's a bit about the train and the census, which is which is cool, but it's not.
1: But it's not like what's happening.
0: Entire book on.
1: I don't think. Yeah and you don't really learn too much about these uh, the creatures and they don't even have names they're just creatures and it's just yeah i don't know um
0: well and the... and you know to just to wrap up the synopsis really quickly not to, not to mm-hmm. derail but yeah like like Mallory and uh, is rescued by Olympia oh, yeah. who he tells her she can see these things um Gary doesn't he get shot with like yeah a with a crossbow bow. yeah she, she shoots him with a crossbow but um,
1: is he dead who knows I mean, because <laughs> well i mean she didn't see him die because yeah. she had her blindfold on so
0: um and then yeah it turns out mallory's parents were at this same place which is just coincidental for me because it's like okay well you were taking a train to get there but like, yeah it's real lucky you got tossed from the back of that that train and this just happened to be where you landed Um, i mean there's a lot of
1: ex machina sort of like
0: there is yeah and you know her her mom has died her dad is still alive and um yeah at the the very end of the book she puts on tom's glasses visits her mom's grave and actually looks at one of these things
1: yeah with the two-way glasses which i'm still trying like picture in my head how those glasses would work like logistically how do you think those glasses work
0: i mean i i feel like they're probably like if they were if they're shooting a sequel to this they'll probably partner with like oakley or ray-ban or whatever and like no i mean but like like make mirror shades like kind of like like how mirror shades work
1: i i don't know it's just i don't know
0: yeah i i it, it's it's very it's real loosey-goosey with the uh, the science um it, it's like you said it's it's a book um it is a book it, i i will say as as uh much as what i said previously about the middle third being kind of a losing me and then mm-hmm. the, the last third being very quickly written um i mean the book's only like 300 pages but it's I'm of the opinion that it's paced really well. Like, it doesn't feel like a slog to get through. Did Did you, you know, feel similarly, or...?
1: No, I mean, it was something that I was, you know, able to quickly read and everything along those lines. It's just... I don't know. I, I became... Not disinterested, but... yeah, There was a lot of just, like... I think things that happened just because it was this, for the sake of storytelling. It's like, oh, this is going to happen because it needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I don't know, I, I felt like it was more just, not a walking simulator, but like, we didn't really <laughs> explore too much of anything. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I feel like you know, it, it would have been a nice, like, coming of age coming of age like story for tom if those glasses didn't work because like they were asking people for like volunteers well, he, to be like well, he hey crazy
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and then he would have had to like you know kind of deal with that like that um consequence of like guilt
0: the survivor's yeah. guilt that his mother is going through as well yeah like that wouldn't that have been a much better way to tie that in <laughs>
1: <laughs> or something along those lines it just i don't know i felt like they were trying to make a like a coming of age story for tom but it just it didn't
0: i also don't really like it. him as a kid like i i feel like in this one they and i, I feel like i know why he did it is because tom is, is mallory's actual biological son and yeah. I, I think he's doing the whole like star wars keeping it in the family thing but honestly I feel like Olympia is a much more interesting character yeah but he has the problem of well she can see these things and then he would have to describe them yeah outside of the like the eldritch like um yeah it's just this this thing it's it's infinity man and your mind isn't meant to hold infinity it's like yeah well yeah but you have a character who you've explicitly set up as being able to see these things see it
1: so (laughs) let's let's hear it
0: but yeah, because yeah. I, I don't think... Does, does Olympia get a first-person chapter? Yeah. She does? Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 She does, okay.
1: But it's never described or anything like that, what these things look yeah. like. And, you know, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, I think that has a nice... Um, you know, it keeps the horror book, uh, you know, interesting when these things don't have like a good description but like i don't know it's just a weird like another ex machina of like she can actually see these things it's like okay well exactly she becomes a very important character that doesn't really get the screen time because i feel like (laughs) we're in mallory's like like mallory like reminisces a lot in this Uh book and i feel like a lot of that stuff could have been
0: cut out yeah yeah I feel like that there were there was some more editing passes that could have been done on this um yeah I don't know if maybe he was pressured to get it out because i, I think that it came out um pre-lockdown yeah mm. so it was published on july 21st so during the lockdown I wouldn't be surprised if he was if this was rushed to print mm-hmm because that's halfway through the year and so if you know that things are going south in february you can take a book and get it printed and get it in stores and stuff yeah maybe that's maybe that's not the case but i feel like that's that that might have been the publisher trying to rush out something and then if if they had given it you know another couple years it probably wouldn't have sold as many but i I think it would be a much tighter story yeah 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 um yeah so one of the things with this game or with this game with this this uh, book is there's a, a game that my wife has that i we keep meaning to play but not having hosted a party it's it's more of a party-ish game but it's called nyctophobia
2: hmm.
0: and all the players which is you know fear of fear of the dark i think that's that's how the latin works um, i think so Let's see, nectophobia meaning, yeah, extreme irrational fear of the night or of darkness, Mm -hmm. and um, all the players are given like opaque black sunglasses, and you have to like basically feel your way around the board. Um, Oh,
1: that's interesting. For that's a really interesting concept.
0: Yeah, it's a really interesting design. Um, That's so for me. I feel like that's a game type that you know you could definitely like slap a license on and remarket it as the official yeah. bird box board game though <laughs> so i
1: feel like the replayability would probably be oh yeah yes yeah. just right. because you would know the board eventually and be able to maneuver your way around it
0: well yeah so you um part of it i think is that you assemble the board and that's what other people are feeling around for
1: uh, okay.
0: So it's got like pegs and and stuff that you.
1: Okay, so it constantly changes.
0: Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um.
0: So yeah, it's uh. Let me see here. Yeah, you're trying to work together to escape a maniacal predator in the woods. Hmm. And so that yeah, you're cool. trying to to feel your way out of the the thing yeah one of them it's it's more explicitly for vampires because i think the subtitle to it is like vampire hunt or or night something night beast or something like that um night night
1: man fighter of day man
0: no (laughs) um but uh yeah stalling for time um yeah so (laughs) Vamp, so, vamp. <laughs> so, how how would you run run a game in this universe?
1: Um, I mean, it'd be a horror like game. Um, I, it, it'd be interesting because you know you have these creatures, and and that's something in the book is these creatures are kind of defined. It's interesting because at, at the beginning of the book, Mallory thinks that they're like adapting, like they're getting bigger or they have the ability to like, you know, um, touch you and make you go crazy. Right. And, you know, they play around with that irrational fear a little bit, but like, that would have been the kind of interesting to see the, you know, see if those like adaptations were real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know they weren't, so it kind of is a yeah. moot point. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I guess it'd be kind of just your standard survivor horror, um, very akin to like. I mm, mean, I guess you could do zombies
0: Cthulhu or. Uh...
1: Yeah, I feel like you would definitely need a sanity meter. Yeah, just to like fully um, be able to like process the going crazy aspect.
0: I mean, you could always do base World of Darkness and use the um, basically adapt the the damage tracker from Shadowrun and just slap it and in, into World of Darkness and call it the Sanity Meter. Um,
1: yeah that's true too
0: yeah um there's a couple games like end of the world um that might work because that's the one where you make your yourself basically (laughs) oh yeah Uh. you go through a bunch of these these end of the world scenarios um which i keep meaning to play and just don't because i don't have any time
2: (laughs) yeah that's
1: understandable Um, um but i feel like i don't know it's And again, it kind of leads to the book where it's like the world wasn't explored too much. Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting concept, especially like losing one of your, you know, main um, senses. Yeah. But like, like, do you think that The Walking Dead does post-apocalyptic better than this book
0: um no because i mean the walking dead is basically a soap opera with zombies Um, yeah it's it's not really i wouldn't even really call it horror other than the fact that there's zombies there okay you know because like the the whole thing with walking dead is that it's it's about the uh like personal interactions with mm-hmm. the survivors like it, it it's very early in season one <laughs> by the time they figure out how to deal with these zombies right yeah so like by the time you get to season two and three you have them just like people carrying on a conversation and just like oh Wait, wait, 1 minute and then stab a zombie in the head and just continue their conversation while they're walking.
1: <laughs> yeah, but isn't um, that a little bit more I don't know, interesting than than this?
0: Yeah, it is. It is. I I um...
1: given the fact that like, you know, you're fighting against this horde as well as humanity. Yeah. It seems well, like and, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, it seems like, you know, humanity is still able to function in the book.
0: Yeah.
1: And that, like, people haven't devolved into, like, the basic, like, survivor instinct of it's me or the world. So, I don't know. Um,
0: I mean, I don't think that... Like personally, I I don't think that, um, like, like Mad Max, like the 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 way that you see post apocalyptic, uh, like fiction, like in movies and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if that's necessarily the case because, like, if you look at disaster areas, like just like a small scale, but like things that happen in in the real world like people get through it because they form a community
1: yeah Um, so i don't
0: know how realistic a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff is it's just that you know mad max is looks cool (laughs) it looks cool to have like an army of dune buggies with (laughs) Yeah. Spikes drilled into them and stuff. All over the place. And it's like, okay, man, you can stockpile all these guns and all that gold if you want, but, like, we're gonna figure out how to filtrate water over here, (laughs) because...
1: Because that seems important. That's
0: that's a little bit more important than than having the biggest, baddest guns, but you do you, man. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, I mean, you know, there is a... And maybe it's because, like, zombies are so well-known. Like you yeah. know what you're dealing with with zombies, but again with these creatures, it just seems like they're very straightforward. Yeah. And I would, you know, I would have enjoyed some sort of like weird adaptation. But yeah. again, I get a you know in this book, it doesn't um, elaborate a lot. So
2: yeah,
0: well, and I think that they're leaning on. I think he's leaning really heavily on the like, people don't know what's going on type thing. Um, because like, it seems like he's coming from like a science fiction-y standpoint, where it's like, yeah, there's these things, and no, no, they wouldn't evolve that in a short period of time, but it's like, yeah, but I mean, they're also just like things you made up, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, you're the one that, that wrote that people lose all sense of self when they see it and just tumble into infinity Um, yeah so i don't know like it's a weird mishmash of like science fiction and and horror and trying to lean on science but also trying to lean on like the supernatural
2: yeah
0: so i feel i like yeah I don't know, I feel like that this this book tried to elaborate more and just didn't.
1: Yeah, I feel um, like it, it tried to, to wrap la- up a lot of loose ends just so there oh. wouldn't be a third book, maybe.
0: Yeah. And it seems like, like it, it fell apart. And you know, we're not the only ones that are saying like it apparently got really, really mixed reviews.
1: Yeah, um, I could see that.
0: Also, the pandemic is not an excuse for this book because it was supposed to come out in October of twenty nineteen.
1: I got pushed back. yeah though so i have back. seen some people who like i don't know um correlate a lot of like the mask wearing with like the blindfold wearing where people are stating like oh you know it's kind of a, um, a I guess a similarity in our current culture and everything like that like people yeah. being very safe and there's a lot of mis information out there and you really have to like wear your blindfold and people are making this correlation with like wearing masks and stuff like that so yeah yeah with the little research i did i saw some people making comments about that which was interesting
0: (laughs) yeah yeah the whole like do your own research crowd is uh
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think people know how to do research. Like I don't think people know like the Socratic method of like trying to figure out information and stuff like that.
0: Well, I mean,
1: or like what, you know, or like reliable sources versus I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's like, yeah, well, well, a lot of people can edit with Wikipedia.
0: Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. Like in, like when I was in grad school, I had to take a number of cl- like one of one of the classes was uh, focused on qualitative research, and one of them focused on quantitative research. Mm-hmm. And there, it's far more involved than reading an article someone else wrote on Facebook and going, "Well, I guess that's true."
1: <laughs> I guess I have <laughs> you know? all my opinions now. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Like like just surfing the internet is not. research Research. like you have to take in a lot of numbers for it like to 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 actually be doing what you're setting out to do you have to take in so many numbers
1: and you have to (laughs) even know what you're doing
0: exactly
1: yeah a lot of people don't even formulate like a question or like a thesis or anything along those lines right yeah
0: right because yeah like a, a, a lot, lot of
1: people stuff. are just looking for their opinions to be validated and trust me oh, yeah. you can go online and find pretty much any opinion being validated like oh, you can yeah. be like i think carrots cause mutation in my nose i could probably google that and eventually find somebody that's like yes i've done research carrots do manipulate your nose i'll be like haha ha, ha.
0: Well, and I mean, you know, like
1: it, I actually love carrots.
0: Carrots are fantastic. Um, but well, yeah. And like, you know, the, the research courses I took were all very like focused on like social science. So it was, it was things like, um, you know, are students using X, Y, or Z services more in the student center? if not what were they using instead <laughs> like it's stuff mm-hmm. like that like when you're talking about like medical research like there are tons of different like it's it's mind-bogglingly difficult to separate out you know mm. yeah, all of the other factors for all of the other people and, and how it interacts with everything like it's yeah like re- yeah. just reading the internet is not research <laughs>
1: Or just, just reading anyway. anything in general. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah, you it, have
0: to actually do it. Like you can't just and have
1: multiple sources, right? <laughs> multiple accredited sources. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I mean, with with that, I guess. Um,
1: you want to do your letter grade?
0: Yeah. What What letter grade did you give this? I gave it a
1: C C+.
0: Okay. All right. I. Um, I mean,
1: you know, truly if i just read bird box and that was didn't it I yeah i think i would still be okay like i don't feel like yeah. this, you know
0: it didn't add anything it didn't hurt me either it didn't me. hurt it yeah kind that's of like a eh. I, I mean i gave it, it a there. b which is the same thing as bird box um and okay. honestly it's just because it you know it, it was it was paced fine like like we said earlier it's it's a book um yeah
1: and um, did you gain anything like
0: no do you definitely.
1: feel like it enriched anything for you no. about this world
0: no i mean other than the night train the night train is cool <laughs> <laughs> but i could have used like i could have gotten that in a short story like i think honestly what what i would have preferred to see in in like any sort of sequel would have been maybe a collection of short stories set in the world
1: yeah sort of like world war z uh
0: oh yeah 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 like like maybe you could take the the tack of of almost doing exactly world war Z and follow that census dude
1: yeah Um, yeah, I bet that census dude would have had a really he's, cool story. That guy
0: probably has some crazy fucking stories that he's I know. Yeah, because he's basically because he's been, been traveling around
1: to... yeah, listening to yeah. their stories and collecting information. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that would have been like a better <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, we solved it. So
1: <laughs> There you go. Third book. Just, just write about that census Just speaker.
0: write about that census dude and his weird fucking stories. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I gave it the same thing as Bird Box, but um, okay, you know people's mileage may vary on that. It's I I and I I grade fairly loosely too because it's like yeah, I mean I can see someone picking up this book and liking it. Fine, I yeah. mean it, it's not my cup of tea necessarily, but like it's it's it doesn't commit any like no, it doesn't commit any like sins complaints.
1: or like yeah,
0: it's not like a um. Like, a it thing just, just like it's just like a blatant cash grab like i can see yeah. how he thought about aspects of the world that he was writing in and he wasn't just like you know harry pottering that stuff <laughs> like you just cranking them out <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta get my check um yeah i just i don't know i just felt like after reading it i was like well that was a book <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the subtitle.
0: Well, and who knows, maybe Mallory. Maybe...
1: It was a book.
0: Well, and maybe the um, if Netflix actually does an adaptation of it, um, they'll because it's such a beige book, they'll be able to spice it up.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I can see this as actually an okay movie because there's a lot you can probably cut out and <laughs> convince this into like, you know two-hour movie yeah (laughs) it's just you know they'll have to like actually design these creatures instead of making them shadowy weird things
2: (laughs)
0: um yeah so uh yeah i guess with that that's that's uh our coverage of mallory um we were successfully able to vamp it into the 45 minute space so uh uh-huh. um,
1: talking about stuff
0: next next book club is uh richard bachman's the running man yeah um, which that should be very fun i cannot wait to discuss that and also the movie with you yeah <laughs> but,
1: i mean i still haven't seen the movie so
0: oh it's real good it's real good
1: <laughs> yeah so i'm looking forward to that
0: um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, um, as far as that goes, our, uh, our next regular episode is, uh, uh, going to be on immortality. Mm-hmm. And that will, uh, wrap up a season there. And, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in another couple weeks. Um, still not going to any conventions yet. Mm-hmm. Um... The numbers are spiking back up towards what we had in december of last year so, so stay probably a good safe. idea to yeah stay safe yeah.
1: um and you know and, um do smaller things um yeah, yeah. i mean definitely just
0: try Honestly, to i like the pipeline of the virtual stuff um
2: yeah. Like if if I you're mean, up
0: for content, like it doesn't take the place of actually wandering a con floor.
1: Yeah, or interacting with people. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's it's a much different different feel, but you know, content's content. <laughs> but uh yeah, with that we'll um keep everyone posted if we go to any conventions. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if Atlanticon is happening or not. Um last i saw that they they just kind of vaguely had march
1: yeah so we'll see
0: so we'll see uh i think that's probably the soonest one though
1: that's on our calendar yeah
0: yeah so uh yeah with that we'll uh, see you guys in a couple weeks and uh yeah stay safe all right everyone Bye. bye